The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So for those of you who weren't here at the very beginning of the day, I evoke this kind of a background or foundation for this day, the idea of love and the four kinds of love that are championed in Buddhism, loving kindness, compassion, appreciative joy, and equanimity. And that the context for bringing that in here is that um, it's a very different context for life. Love is a very different context for or realm or approach to life than is the realms where there's winning and losing, the realms where there is us versus them. In love, and the, there are no winners and losers. In love, there's just, there's just room in the heart for everyone. In love, that Buddhism champions, there is no hard line between us and them for or against, but rather it's the force of force in life which is deeper than the forces of fear and hatred. That um, one of the common things that we share is fear. Many people, even winners, feel fear people who are who won the election so-called you know fear is not so far from the surface for them and it could easily be triggered again for those who lost the election if they had won the fear wouldn't have been very far fear is a kind of pervasive that we that we are many people in our culture share but the thing about fear is it's not that deep it's not deep in the roots or in the, in the foundation of the heart. But what's at the foundation is love. And to be able to meet the world from the foundation of the world creates a very different approach to the being in the world than if we come from the places that are you know, closer to the surface of it all. And um, so the last kind of love that Buddhism champions is equanimity. And we don't often associate equanimity with love, but um, remember that in mindfulness practice, we're not so much looking to have a different experience as we're looking to see our experience in a new way. So So necessarily, if the experience is happening, it's not so much about getting rid of it as it is to find freedom in how we look at it, how we hold it, how we're present for it. And so in this world that we live in, it's not so much about necessarily about not having the challenges or difficulties we have, but to be able to meet it in a way that uh, is freeing, is healing, is reconciling, is, is uh, helpful for everyone involved. So it's the how we meet something that's so important, more than what it is when we do this practice here. 
And so to cultivate the ability to meet whatever the experience is um, without being reactive, without being for or against it, with ability to stay uh, in a field of open awareness or an open heart or an open hand, no matter what happens, it doesn't mean we have to agree with it. It doesn't have to be, mean that we don't feel that, that somehow it's wrong or that we want to stop it. It doesn't mean that we don't have very uncomfortable what happens. But there's a profound kind of love called equanimity where we open it to it with our empathy, with our care, our compassion, our concern, our appreciation. But we do so without being weighed down by it without being pushed around by it, without leaning towards or away from it, without closing down. And so that equanimity has a quality of stillness to it. It's kind of like the still point of the seesaw this, this, that holds it up. The still, the, see, the still point doesn't change. The fulcrum doesn't change. But there's all kinds of ups and downs that we have in our life. And so to have that ability to be stable and balanced is a foundation for this deep fulcrum, this deep place of love that we can have. To love from a place of balance, to love from a place where we don't get swirled up and agitated by what's happening. And, and to believe in that kind of love, to put our faith and confidence in that. And if you feel like that kind of confidence, or maybe it can be easily misplaced, um, or be Pollyannish or something, um, I hope that we have more confidence in love than we have in, in fear. More valuing in love than we do in, in anger and hate. That love is the place that is, you know, it's possible to make that the foundation of our life. It's possible to make that a seed that grows and spreads from us into the world. And it's up to us to decide what seeds we plant in the world. And if we continue to reinforce our fear or fuel the fear or not careful with how we handle our fear, we're planting seeds of fear in the world. If we have anger, we plant seeds. If we're not careful how we hold the anger, we plant that in the world. But it's possible to plant love possible to plant goodwill and generosity and kindness in this world. And I believe that mindfulness practice is so closely connected to love that sometimes it feels to me that to be mindful is to love. Because of the kind of respect and care and valuing and appreciation and presence that we bring to what's happening is almost the same as love be seen is to be loved, kind of, to really be seen. So as we do this next sitting, um, I'd like to try to just kind of connect you or evoke to you, you your capacity for love and see if that can be connected to uh, a deep sense of equanimity. Because when love and equanimity go together, then love uh, is more likely to be a force in the world and force for good because we're not going to lose it depending on what goes on around us. So sitting upright, 
maybe sitting a little bit in a posture that expresses alertness. Closing your eyes and, and then bringing your attention to the base of your spine and slowly move your attention up the spine and make ever so small adjustments in your spine that would help you to feel more relaxed and more alert, more steady and stable. Sometimes it's said that the posture of meditation is to have a strong spine and a soft front, soft in the belly, soft in the chest. And then keeping the spine strong, taking a few long, slow, deep breaths. And as you exhale, relaxing, softening, settling around the spine. So the shoulders begin to soften a little bit. The belly relaxes. and perhaps softening the face. And then if there's, a, and then bring to mind whatever capacity you have, however small or however large it might be, whatever capacity you have for love, for a kind of, the kind of love which can be universal, goodwill for all beings. And maybe different people have different forms of goodwill, but whatever way it Whatever it is for you. And then see where is love for you most associated in your body? Is there some part of your body that's activated or energized or comes alive when you feel love? Is there some place within you that gets tender or soft or gentle in the presence of your love? Some place within which can be a 
source for goodwill, kindness, generosity, And then as you sit here, if you feel such a place in your body, breathe through that place or feel how the breathing, the body breathing, is experienced with, together with that place. Perhaps allowing the sense of love or the sensations of warmth or gentleness, softness, to spread, to open up. As you exhale, letting go of discursive thoughts and stories, and, but let go in such a way that you're letting go into the place of love. You let go into breathing in the area where kindness resides in you. Perhaps a stilling of the mind so you can better feel the glow of the body. Perhaps as you breathe in and breathe out, there's a way of, for the experience of breathing to help create some stability, steadiness. So you're less, alike, less likely to get pulled into the world of thinking, pulled into the wor world of wanting and not wanting, 
liking and not liking, pulled around by your preferences and expectations. So that you're equanimous, balanced with all that exists, that all that occurs. When anything happens during a meditation like this, it's not necessary to see it as a mistake or as wrong or as undesirable. Instead, you can see it as something that's valuable to be mindful of. It is something that needs our love, our kindness, our attention. No mistakes, just something to attend to.
So we'll <clears throat> start in, start again in here for the, for the last sitting of the day at 3:40, and um, and then at uh, at the end of that sitting, there'll be a little bit of time left, 10 or so minutes left, and I'll give a short talk before we end at 4:30. So enjoy your walk, and uh, see you at 3:40.